Welcome to Predator Minute, the podcast that breaks down the 1987 action sci-fi classic Predator one minute at a time. I'm John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And today we're talking minute 58 of Predator. Minute 58. 58. Minute 58 opens with (laughs) Mac saying... Mac. 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 uh, With Mac saying jungle. And it ends with, we believe, Dylan yelling... Mac! 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 We, we think it's Dylan! 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 <laughs> little Dylan! Voice, little voice crack there, Dylan! Yeah. Dylan! <laughs> Dylan! Uh, but we're not sure. It's in the it's in the Mac ground, if you will. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good God, that was great. Yeah. The Mac ground. <laughs> in the Mac ground. Mac! We don't know. We're, we'll break down that part, but uh, there's lots of yelling and and it's dark and there's quick cutting happening and people are shouting. Yeah, and it's, it's a stark contrast to how this minute begins. So, Jeff, do you want to take us through how this minute is beginning? Sure. It is a tale of two minutes. It's a tale of two thirty seconds, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, for the first thirty seconds here, we have uh, we we carry over from last minute where mm-hmm. um, we had a shot of Mac. Uh, at, uh, at night uh, on his watch post Mac. holding his weapon and uh, he started his little monologue and uh, mm-hmm. so here in, in the beginning of this minute we get the uh, rest of that monologue and its conclusion and um, he's uh, reminiscing about his boy Blaine mm-hmm. uh, he's kind of talking to himself he's do you do you get the feeling he's He's losing it a little bit. This is I, we talked about this a little last minute, but you know he's starting to kind of. He seems a little unhinged in his uh, mm-hmm. monologue here. Yeah, I don't I don't know how common it is for people to talk to themselves that often, but he is going through uh, a big transition here. Like you're saying, maybe he's starting to lose it. And the way I take it is that he's reflecting on the good times, and then he's pivoting into revenge mode and to just maniacal revenge mode but all the same he's still gonna talk to himself yeah i mean he's grieving for sure Mm -hmm. so he can't uh blame him too much but uh yeah he does kind of switch from a a reminisce into uh kind of some uh mean-spirited yeah um yeah he's he's talking about how he how he's gonna do some violent things to to the guys that got him if he can catch him good show Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of it, should you? Uh, w- there's no conversation to dramatic line read here, but do you want to give a shot at dramatically line reading the Macalog? Macalog. Yeah, I'll I'll be Mac and you can be Blaine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> the way I picture the scene, I kind of picture Blaine as being like by him. Like at his feet, even though you don't see the body bag. Oh, right. I would okay. just, I would just totally. I wouldn't put it past Mac to have Mac. Blaine at Mac, Mac to have Blaine at his feet, just his body zipped up there, like he's gonna guard him as long as he can and as long as he has energy. Perfect. I will play Blaine's dead corpse. Thanks. <laughs> Integral <laughs> to the scene. <laughs> Thanks. It really, it really helps out. I don't. I'm not just acting against air. Air, but I'm also <laughs> give the people the air. Give this people air. <laughs> you got what you want. Give the people the air. Give the people the air. Give this people air. 
<laughs> uh, okay, here we go. I'm just and I'm just gonna take um, it from the top where he ended the last minute. Right. Okay. Right. <clears throat> I'm, I'm gonna work really hard at my role. Thanks for clearing your throat for yeah. that. <laughs> Plain. You like that? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> here we are again, bro. Just you and me. Same kind of moon, same kind of jungle. Real number 10 tonight, remember? Whole platoon, 32 men, chopped into meat. We walk out, just you and me, nobody else. Right on top of... Not a scratch, not a fucking scratch. You know who'd have got you. You'll come back again, and when he does, I'm gonna cut your name right into him. I'm gonna cut your name into him. Ooh, Lane. <laughs> Blaine sits up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hero you. Man. But yeah, he, he is he he goes from like reminisce to kind of whispering in a kind of a mean way a little bit and then he's really going for the the dark menacing vengeful tone right at the very end where he says I'm going to cut your name and Yeah, and even the reminisce is kind of dark, right? He's like there was a whole platoon, 32 mm-hmm. men, and we chopped them into meat. Like that's pretty gnarly. We walk out just you and I me. think well I, I thought I thought it meant I thought it meant their part of a platoon that they were the two survivors oh, of. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. I I was yeah. I was thinking that he was saying that the two of them like took down 32 men. But no, that oh. that makes sense. There was, yeah. It could be though. We don't. We don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's a real. Yeah, I was gonna say it was a real departure from the the dialogue in this movie, where typically the dialogue is really short. It's a couple words. It's commands. Yeah. A lot of it's unspoken. It's just more nonverbal. And then this is, I think, by far the longest monologue we have in in the whole Macalog. Macalog. And it's appropriate because it's, you know, the best actor probably in the movie, right. Bill Duke. G- giving it his all, giving it just his whole range. You could put this into his sizzle reel for um <laughs> when he's auditioning for different yeah. parts. Just send this in along with some other pieces from this movie. And, and I, I think I think it does a really good job of uh, showing his range. Yeah, and the the death of of Blaine here seems to be given the most attention of all the deaths. I mean, we haven't mm, talked about yeah. the rest of them yet, but, um, you know, like we kind of glossed right over Hawkins, but, but the death of Blaine seems to have impacted, well, Mac for sure, but, um, Mac, 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 you know, they're giving, they're giving this, this death in the team, the most attention it feels like. Um, and they're, we're really yeah. getting a window into Mac's psyche here and this, you know, losing his best friend along with the unexplained, supernatural phenomenon that's occurring is going to um as we'll see start to take its toll on uh max sanity here so as something else that is going on in the background is um the song goodbye it's that long sad horn playing it's reminiscent of the song fanfare for the common man and alan silvestri appropriated that and turned it into the goodbye song for this right this is the Um, same one that played earlier correct yeah it played earlier when he gave blaine his flask and here it's flask and here it's cut short as soon as he goes into the mean mode the soundtrack changes and it switches to that grim serious discovery kind of music with strings those high strings so it goes from sad horns to the suspenseful strings right Um, yeah I, i think in a way that has to be telling of, like you're saying, his sanity or his eventual lack of his sanity. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we kind of, in his monologue, it kind of harkens back to, you know, he, he talks about back. He back. talks about not a scratch, not a fucking scratch. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes you think about the scene earlier when they fired up the jungle and they hit nothing. We hit nothing. Yeah, not a scratch. We hit nothing. Not a scratch, not a fucking scratch. Yeah, he, that's how he explained it to Dylan in the what previous minute or two minutes ago where he says nothing. And he says, like, nothing could have survived that. Nothing. Nothing on this earth could have lived. Like, it's a double meaning. Nothing right. was, no bullets contacted anything, but also nothing could have survived that. Here he's saying, not a scratch, not a fucking scratch. You're thinking, maybe he's talking about him and Blaine escaping all this damage against the, um, the firefight that took out the rest of the platoon, but also... Not a scratch could be referring to the predator escaping all their gunfire. Mm. Mm. True, true. Well, yeah. My last serious question for that monologue is: He says, "Real number ten tonight." What is a real number ten? That's what it says in the script. Yeah, I saw that too, and I don't know. Real yeah. number ten tonight. Rem- he says, "Real number ten tonight." Remember, remember, remember. Yeah. I don't know, listeners out there, if you have any insight onto what that means, please uh, shoot us a note. Real number ten tonight. Hit us up on the uh, listeners' palapa on the Facebook because I do not know what that phrase means. I don't know if it's a yeah. military jargon or just some slang that I'm unfamiliar with. Yeah, my best guess is that they're just going to always leave that a mystery as something between Blaine and Mac, some kind of experience. Mm. Maybe they had like a really rough night and it was like, oh, number 10 like is really rough on a scale of 1 to 10. Or maybe it's just yeah. like 10 is like the... Big Mac and fries, like a number 10, you know, on the McDonald's <laughs> menu. It's like, right. you know, this is like a bunch of hamburger around here. It's just like... A Big Mac. Big Mac. Mac. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh. Although I think back in 1987, Mac. they did not have... Mac. Mac. I don't think they had the numbered menus yet. Right. So real number 10. Yeah. Maybe it just real means that, uh, you know, number 10, like I would think... Number 10, like, it's a 10, like, it's the best. Real number 10 Right. But that doesn't quite make sense either. Not at all. Like, he's not in the best situation, yeah. It's like a terrible situation. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, I have to ponder Mm. that. Maybe it'll come to us later. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, I just realized what number 10 is. I don't know. (laughs) We'll see. He's like, excuse me, I'm going to go have a real number two. (laughs) Remember? (laughs) Remember? Trying to forget it, come on. (laughs) Maybe it's not just number two, it's a number (laughs) ten. Can't wait till the shift is over, remember? (laughs) Gross. Poop jokes. Uh, Poop jokes. Love it. Well, on that note, should we <laughs> shift over freaking half of the minute? We get a little action here, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. We're it's 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 we're due for some action. It's been a few minutes, and you know the the rule of action movies, along other genres of movies, is that you keep it fresh by peppering in the action or whatever makes that genre famous. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're not just having long segments of non-action or non-genre uh, specific things. Right. So what breaks Mac's monologue here is a mm-hmm. little twig snap, right? Yep. And classic, that... classic twig snapping. Classic. And he kind of snaps his head to his left. Snap. Snap. And then we look over and we see Billy, who's sleeping on his back like a boss, and kind of slowly opens his eyes. 
and lifts his head up and he also realizes there's been a disturbance Mm -hmm. uh cut back to mac who lowers his weapon and then we get some explosions oh yeah and it it is this yeah these next few seconds starting with the explosion and 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 going all the way through the end of the minute uh, i'm sure is meant to be confusing so it is hard to parse out exactly what happens but i know for sure a flare eventually goes into the sky but that's all i know action wise otherwise i know kind of who's saying what and most of what they're saying but if you're if you're to ask me like what exactly is happening in these next few seconds um you know we can it's hard to tell yeah it's hard to tell and these are like little i don't want to say booby traps but little like flares that they've set as Mm -hmm. um like on tripwires or whatever to alert them is that, yeah. is that correct? Yeah. These yeah. Like if you remember a few minutes ago, that's what, fired. that's what Mac was saying a few minutes ago. He was saying, I set up all these mines, right, booby right. traps, frags, he said. And, yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah. And, yeah. I remember not really understanding like how you'd set up a frag other than something pulls out the pin and then explodes, which <laughs> seems like terribly dangerous, like compared to like a flare or a mine that you can aim somewhere. Right. So some of these flares go off and we get a nice like 4th of July-esque shower of sparks. Yeah. Um, and then we just get a kind of a bunch of quick chaotic shots and it's very dark. People are yelling things. We've done our best to try to pull the dialogue out and figure out who's saying what, but it's all happening very fast. And it's all in kind of reaction to whatever thing has invaded their camp. And the rest of the team members are kind of shouting, looking for Mac, making sure he's okay, asking if he's okay. So what are some of the bits of dialogue that we can hear being shouted in the jungle? Uh, Well, Dutch right away, being the uh, alert leader is... (laughs) Right, has his sights set on Mac at all times, knowing that probably knowing that Mac uh, has a slippery psyche at times, and he just immediately yells out "Mac!" Like into this kind Mac. of like, Mac. like his 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 voice is kind of yeah, that gravelly Mac. Mac. Yeah, we we think it's Ponchito saying "What the hell is it?" But it's at the exact same time as Mac, so it's a little bit harder to tell. But yeah, I think, I think you I think you see Ponchito yeah. in that second too. What the hell is it? What the hell is it? Then something squeals in the background. Something tackles yeah, Mac. Fly, some some sort of thing fly through the air. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful slam. I mean, it's it's yeah. reminiscent of uh, the Rous's, the Ratsman <laughs> rodents of unusual size on yes. Princess Bride. That's what it reminds me of. It's just that body swamp. slam. Firstly, what about the Rous's? Rodents of unusual size. I don't think they exist. Yeah, in the in the fire swamp. I went to a, a kid's birthday party the other day, and nice. There was another right. There was <laughs> with my daughter, not by myself. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> there was a, another a dad there, and he was wearing a t-shirt, and it looked like a uh, like a college style t-shirt that would have the name of the college and like a logo underneath it, and then the the mascot and the you know underneath that. Right, and it said, you know, University of Fire Swamp, oh. and, it, and then it had like a picture of a rodent, and it, underneath that, it was like R O U S S. I was like, oh. yes, I don't think they exist. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that's that's it, perfect. You could totally cut in this body slam into that movie just right when it just it has Mac up in the air. That is like a yeah, wrestler esque slam. And um, oh, later yeah. on, oh, if we find out corners. what it was, that it looks like he's flying off the corner of the what do they call it? The rail of the the yeah the rail the rail <laughs> bungee, like bungee cord. No, I, I don't really know oh, uh, the yeah, top rope. Yeah, yeah, the turnbuckle. Yeah, or when they jump off the post and do a body slam, you know, like. I don't really. I think the post is called a turnbuckle. Okay, there you go. The corner post, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's 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 a great slam. It's like it's like how you want to like just truly body slam someone sometime, just like up in the air. (laughs) And that is that's hilarious to think about how they're gonna pull off that stunt. I didn't research that yet i'm going to research that for next minute to find yeah. out what's going on with this uh creature maybe the predator he's wrestling here <laughs> i don't think it is because we know the rest of the movie so right. I, i'm gonna guess this is not him that this is some kind of like red herring or something <laughs> i just the reason Pretty you're good. clicking in the background is, is purely so i can see the body slam it is great <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is, it is great. It is so wonderful. I mean, the, the rear legs of whatever this is kind of <laughs> flop around in the air as it's throwing Mac backwards. Clearly, yes. someone's behind that log just tossing it over, like, <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> I mean, do, do, how do you think they pulled it off? I mean, like I said, I'll research the stunt for this, but like, do you think someone like grabbed this thing and like just flew backwards holding it? Cause it is quite the spectacular mm-hmm. stunt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's, it happens in two shots, right? Like mm-hmm. the first shot is the, the thing being thrown over the log. Wah! And then it comes down and it's a quick cut to it hitting Mac and Mac, whoever the stunt double is. And yeah, I think they probably just took a shot of them, like bear hugging it and throwing themselves backwards. <laughs> It's great. It is so great. I mean, everybody has air in that shot, whether it's the creature or a stunt person inside the creature costume and whoever's playing Mac. (laughs) I'd love to know if that's Bill Duke actually being thrown backwards. That would be hilarious. Macwards? Mac Macwards. Oh. Oh, There's a new Uh, one. (laughs) Yeah. Just cone de phrase. Cone of phrase. Love it. Uh, Uh, But after that happens, I think we have Billy saying, yeah, I'm sure we have Billy saying this way. So if if that is indeed Billy, and I think it is, then I was wrong about his last line of the movie being, we're all going to die. Oh, right. We're all going to die. Yeah. yeah. Well, that one, this one's a tough one to like know that it's him. So I'll right. And, on that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's n- nothing iconic about their lines here. It's just a mess of noise and dialogue. I, I think it's Ponchito who says, where the hell are you? Hell are you? Yeah, we were debating that one. I I think you're right. I think that's Punchito. Yeah, because Billy and Dutch have really, really clearly delineated voices. You can tell right away who's saying those if it's Billy or Dutch. But Punchito and Dylan, I I think, have a little bit more like the mid-Atlantic kind of voices. Yeah, it's easier to get those two mixed up. Yeah, and, you know, Dutch, Arnold. Where are you? Come on, Cohagen. You got what you want. Give this people air. Yeah, he, well, he gives he gives another Mac. Mac, where are you? Yeah, yeah. We get a new Mac drop. Mac. Yeah. Mac, where are you? And we end on a new Mac drop, and we think that's Dylan going Mac. Mac! Yeah, I think that it sounds like him. It, it's never revealed, but it is a nice long Mac. 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 Mac! And then end scene. Yeah, we end scene. Mac, we end with a Mac. Mac! Yeah. 
<laughs> Pretty great. But when you see the flare go off, yeah. it, it, is this all one flare, do you think, where he's leaning over, something explodes, and then something launches in the air? I think you could take it as one flare launching up, or you could take it as the Predator's laser like coming in and hitting the scene. And just throwing oh, everybody in the because chaos. Because they do like that little like double cut thing, don't they? Oh, they just they show the flare explode. You get the shower of sparks, mm-hmm. and the camera starts to move up, but then the camera cuts back down again so that mm-hmm. we can see either the same explosion again or a second explosion. But we never really know because after that second explosion, the camera just follows the flare up into the sky. Yeah, on that note of showing the same thing apparently twice, it's hard to know if that's supposed to be the same flare or if that's like the laser from the Predator setting everything off. Or is it just the whatever the thing is that's being thrown over the log? Is that just what set it off? Oh, good point. Yeah, that Maybe could the be it. There's not even in this scene, really. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It, and if, if not, if the Predator's not in this scene and this creature is something else uh it'd be some amazing planning by the predator by their enemy doing all this like sending a wild animal loose in the camp that would would have been uh, quite the extra seed to see just (laughs) a different movie of of him hurting these animals like god god damn it like (laughs) i lost the goose again let let me what what, what else would like set everything off Uh, maybe maybe that maybe uh a, a cobra some kind of snake call me snake yeah you know, after watching it a couple times in a row, I'm inclined to think that this is two different flares that have gone off in two different locations. Okay. And they're just they just focus on the second one and let us see it go into the sky, but who knows for sure? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? So did you find any I'm curious, did you find any script differences with we have a monologue here and then it's a little action sequence? Uh yes, I did. The well not much not too much of a difference. In the script, the dialogue from Mac is essentially the same, talking about how he and Blaine survived so many close calls together and that he can't believe that uh, he couldn't hit their attacker. He's really mad. He's going to take his revenge against the attacker. But he also drops in a slur against Mexicans, which mm. I didn't really understand in the context of either the script or the movie. Because at this point in the script and in the movie, Mac has seen these eyes. He's Mac. Mac. He's he's seen that his that the attacker is somehow camouflaged or somehow I don't know how to explain it. Just like. It's it's an extraordinary circumstantial, extraordinary, extraordinarily circumstantial um, attacker. It's not just your ordinary gorillas attacking. I and I think Mac in the script and in the movie is smart enough to recognize that. So it's weird that he uses the slur because then it's throwing him back with the others who or with the skeptical siders like. Uh, Dylan, for instance, who's not believing there's anything extraordinary about their attackers, which, you know, just it just kind of goes against the character they set up so far. Yeah. So it makes sense that that was removed. Um, You know, uh, slur aside, it doesn't quite fit with where Mac is right now in his with his mental state and what he thinks is happening in the jungle. Um, So, yeah, probably not probably. It is a good uh, (laughs) a good omission. Mm -hmm. Good revision. For sure. Um, I think the last thing I have for the minute is that at the very end, when it's going through uh, the attack scene, whatever's attacking the team right now, uh, they do some good action. Action. What is over? Um, they do some good action soundtracking here uh, with some more high strings, but it's more like actiony high strings, which 
at the very, very end, like minute, sorry, like second 57, 58, 59, like it really reminds me, it starts to remind me of like Star Wars kind of action music mm. that just that John Williams flare of strings. <laughs> You'd have right. to listen to it a yeah, couple times, you, just that last little bit. And you get like the stinger of the dun-dun-dun, mm-hmm. you know, to really kind of throw the dramatic flair in there and build the suspense. Dun-dun. Mm-hmm. It is very Star Wars-ish. Same kind of low horns that dun-dun. They, they use that all throughout the movie, whether it's the the team's theme, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, uh, or it's them running through the jungle after Hawkins was killed. It's that dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Right. Um, or in this case, this unseen attacker. Again, there's like there's the that motif of of claustrophobia. Like um, even though they're in the well, I guess owing to the fact that they're in the jungle and it's at night, you're going to keep your camp relatively close. Um, and it's in the dark, which makes things even more claustrophobic because you can't see in the dark. So yeah, just just really amping up. Keep in mind, keep in mind, this is the first watch. So whatever's happening is happening early on in the night. Mac uh, was given first watch by Dutch. And I think in this small of a team, I think that would be like eight to 11 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's fairly early in the night. It doesn't, right. It, it, it's, it's not like midnight. It's not 1 a.m. Um, so whatever's attacking them just really couldn't wait till <laughs> late at night. It was just, it was just ready for it was ready. Action. As soon as it yeah. gets a little bit dark. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish uh, Moonbeam or Little Smokey would make a reappearance mm. here and just kind of walk in from the side of the frame. <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? I trusted your old mother boy. Throw it in the four wheel drive and hold on to your hat. Juan Valdez, Red Baron, Little Smokey. It would be great if, if uh, Little Smokey was just like, see him in the background smoky. smoking up a doobie. <laughs> He'd be busting out there so quick, like, I don't want any piece of this. Yeah. Moonbeam just walking through the background, like, not realizing all the chaos is going on around him. What the hell? You guys aren't my gorillas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait. Oh, I'm straight away from our camp. What's happening? <laughs> well, I think we've done it. We covered the, the minute. Do you have anything else to add here on the Macalog or the... Macalog. Uh, abbreviated action sequence that we got i don't think so other than next minute i think we're finally going to be able to add back to our kill count oh yeah we're kind of treading water at 94 94. uh, for a while with blaine being our last fallen individual in this movie Ooh, that's exciting i'm excited yeah so hopefully we chalk one up for the good guys and not for the bad guys i mean hope how do i phrase that hopefully we add to the list of uh Dead bad guys. Dead bad Next guys. Minute. Yeah. Dead bad guys. <laughs> Maybe Max going to cut his name into some bad guy here in a minute. Some Gruesome. Chest. Oh. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> but I have to because it's you know it's that time of time of the year. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, do you want to talk recommends? Oh, it is oh. Rec- time for recommends. Yeah. Sweetness. So, uh, what do you have on the uh, the old recommenda bolalis, <laughs> Jeff? Um, I am going to uh, kind of re-recommend something, sort of. Um, oh. So it is. Well, I'm going to re-recommend a, a website slash podcast that I love, and yes, I know you that are. You're, you're a fan of as well, because Heck the yeah. time is right. 
Uh, we are recording this on what's the date today? October second. Second, and this will come back. I or this will be coming out. I think right in the middle of the month. So look for like the yeah. the 12th or 13th, maybe. But when when you're listening to this, it's most likely going to be smack dab in the middle of October. Smack, 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 and smack. October is one of my favorite months because I I love Halloween, and as a horror fan, it gives me an excuse to spend the month. Um, finding scary movies and horror movies that I want to revisit or watch for the first time. And uh, there is a another website slash podcast out there that shares my enthusiasm for this season uh, in such a way that I have to recommend uh, going to the website fthismovie.com or checking out the podcast uh, F This Movie. And they celebrate October. They call it uh, hashtag Scary Movie Month. Um, mm. You can find that on Twitter as well. And um, they just celebrate uh, horror and scary movies all month long. They have lots of content on their website. Um, and they also have, normally they release one podcast a week. And during October of every month, they always release a handful of bonus episodes, including a commentary for a fun slash silly slash bad horror film where they all sit around and and uh and provide a humorous commentary um so they just dropped that a couple days ago and this year it's for the early 90s uh stephen king adaptation called sleepwalkers which is um pretty great and also terrible at the same time so anyway if you are a horror fan and want to find a community of people that also love this uh season Check out fthismovie.com right now. There's all sorts of great content. And uh, look for those uh, podcast drops. Sweet. So have you watched anything yet for Scary Movie Month yesterday or today? Well, last night I started to watch uh, Sleepwalkers and listen to the commentary mm. simultaneously. Um, I had to start doing it uh, after my kids had gone to bed and my wife had gone to bed because she's not as enthusiastic about this season as I am. So uh, <laughs> I got about halfway through the movie, but the commentary with the guys was really fun. And uh, I will probably finish that up tonight. Awesome. Yeah. I've got Can't a handful of other horror movies I, I want to watch this month. So yeah, love October. Awesome. You're, you're going to have to go to the FS movie site then and go make your what is it? Ten word review. Seven. Oh word yeah, review? yeah. If you watch a scary movie, you go to their website and you post a seven word review. Yeah. And, and if on, it's on, if it's yeah, good, yeah. If it's good or clever or funny or poignant, they will um, read it on their podcast. Awesome. Have yeah. you ever had one read on their podcast? I have not, but oh, I okay. haven't. I, uh, I admittedly am not great about leaving the reviews. Uh, I, I tend to lurk rather than contribute, but. Maybe I'll try to fix that this year and throw a couple out there. Uh, well, on that same note, I've found kind of a loophole, a way I could actually participate a little bit in that. <laughs> yeah. And if you've listened to our podcast before, I'm not a huge horror movie fan. I'm pretty easily scared when watching those kind of movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like running up the stairs afterwards or like not being in the dark or you know alone in a room like, no no that's yeah so by and large scary movies are really not for it's me not which jam. is okay not necessarily my jam so my loophole to participate in scary movie month is to uh, watch videos from the youtuber named dead meat i don't know if you've watched those videos yet yeah, but no they're like they're kind of like a body count breakdown for different horror movies 
Uh, so the movie, the videos themselves are like 15 to 20 minutes long. It's a really excellent way to uh, consume these different movies where the host, James H. Denise, is just enthusiastically going through like the story beats and the plot points and you know, relishing the kills on both sides, uh, you know, good guys ah, and bad guys. Great. It's called Dead Meat. It's called Dead Meat, and oh, they man. do an excellent job. A lot of production value goes into it, and like I said, the the host is super enthusiastic, and he's what makes it. And it's it's a good way to like. And I've watched quite a few of their videos. It's a great way to take on some of those scarier movies that I wouldn't normally watch full length, but I'll gladly watch like a fifteen to twenty minute summary breakdown. Yeah. Um, beat by beat, and yeah. It's, 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 it's a good little YouTuber, so dead meat. Oh, man, I am hitting the subscribe button right yeah. now. There it is. Good, good, good. Boom. Oh, that's awesome. I love finding new good horror movie YouTube content because it's very mixed. There's a very mm-hmm. mixed bag out there, and it's hard to wade through all the junk. So if I find something good, I love, like, a good, enthusiastic horror movie reviewer on mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. Um, but they're kind of hard to come by sometimes. Sometimes they're just crap. There's, um, speaking of which, there's another YouTuber out there uh, that does the same thing, but doesn't exclusively do horror, but does a lot of horror, um, but also just does like quote unquote bad movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, the name of the channel is Good Bad Flicks. Ooh. And there's a lot of production value in uh, his videos as well. And he'll also do like, you know, like fun kind of bad action movies and he does different styles. So he'll do like breakdowns of sort of the production history of movies. He'll also do just like, he'll sort of do like what you're saying, like a 15 to 20 minute, like beat by beat review of the movie but if the movie is really bad it's done in a humorous way and uh they're really good there's and there's a ton of content on his channel so that's another one you might enjoy oh and by the way dead meat's first series of videos uh were on the friday the 13th series yeah never get enough love it yeah so if you go to the are you yeah if you look at the good bad flicks like main channel you'll see it's Mm -hmm. broken into categories so there's like the exploring series which is where that's more of like a production history episode mm-hmm. and then the one that are just good bad flicks those are more like here's a crazy like shitty movie and let's kind of go through the beats and have a good time and laugh at it a little bit and those are really fun too hmm. so, yeah it's it's a fun channel there's lots of good stuff on there and it's been around for a while so there's a ton of videos okay yeah I always think of the little little theme song drop goes good bad flicks <laughs> uh, all right well, i'm gonna have to check out those and you can check out the dead meat yeah for uh, sure. video i'm into it subscribed subscribe likewise cross subscribed follow mm. uh wednesday yeah right. well speaking of uh internet and social media where what? can we find you john oh Host sure you can for a minute yeah, you can find me uh, holding the strings, puppet master like of the Predator Minute podcast in Twitter land at Predator Minute or on the email at, sorry, or on the email Predator Minute at gmail.com. And you can also contribute to any discussion of your choice. Start a new discussion if you like. Share your own scary movie month talks and recommendations and mm-hmm. yeah someone tell me what scary movie to watch this month i need some ideas 
Yeah, Jeff is uh, always looking for that fresh meat, if you will. Um, And that's on Facebook at the Predator Minute Listener's Palapa. Target the center of the Listener's Palapa. Target the center of the Palapa. (laughs) Target the center of the Palapa! (laughs) And Jeff, where can people find you? Oh, I'm Jeff Glover. I'm on the Twitter, capital K Carl underscore capital H Hungus 314. My name is Carl H. Been expert. Come check me out there. Seahawks are three and one, and we play the Rams, who just lost tomorrow night. Well, this is recording. This is tomorrow night, Thursday night, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be a big divisional game. It's at home in Seattle. Very excited. I'm sure I'll be live tweeting during that game. Uh, hopefully, good things, not bad. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, good things. Hopefully, good things. Hopefully, good things. Not angry. I mean, didn't, didn't they lose to the? Did they lose to the Saints or the Eagles? They lost to the Saints. I know. I was listening back to our one of our old episodes, and I was like all excited for that game. How do you lose to the Saints? Oh my God! No Drew Brees. We were no at Drew Brees. All. Like that was such yeah. a well. I talked about this last minute, but yeah. that was a super weird game. Like the Saints scored a bunch of defensive and special teams points. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. But the Seahawks and the Seahawks did not play well. We fumbled like three times. It was it was Ooh. dumb. Whole thing was dumb. Oh. Yeah, but we played very well last weekend against a really shitty Cardinals team. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. I hopefully saw that we'll going. Uh, score. I think that's it for Predator Minute Fifty Eight. We did it. We did it. We did it. We're gonna carve our name into this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So for uh, Predator Minute, throw over a log. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a nice like flying Dutchman over the log. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> uh, so for Predator Minute, I've been John Zabriskie. And I'm Jeff Glover. And until next time, stick around. Stick around. Cut your name into him. I'm gonna cut your name into him. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Back. Back. <laughs> Here we are again, bro. Just you and me. Same kind of moon, same kind of jungle. Real number 10 night, remember? Whole platoon, 32 men chopped into me. We walk out, just you and me. Nobody else. Right on top of Not a scratch, not a fucking scratch. You know who ever got you.